Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness, the show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Hello. This is Eden. This is Kim. <laughs> Kim. Welcome. Yes. Um, I know you have a few stories or a couple stories to tell. Yeah. About fun experiences that you had recently. Well, I wanted, we wanted to talk first about how everybody noticed the last bunch of episodes. We've done a lot of mental health awareness, suicide oh, awareness, okay. um, guests being really broken open with their stories about mental health and just being totally authentic and vulnerable. And so we've started working with an amazing campaign called Called. the Imperfectly Perfect Campaign. Yeah. So the campaign is widely known in Australia and it was founded by Glenn Marsden and we've aligned with him. We're so excited about this. Yeah, and the Imperfectly Perfect campaign and Talk Purpose and Truth are aligning to promote and spread awareness on our show and through social media about mental health awareness, shifting your consciousness, living your truth, and promoting global change and awareness around mental health. So it's powerful. And it matches our purpose and our mission for this podcast. So we're we're just so like I said we're we're thrilled. Yeah, and the last episode with um or the episode nineteen with Jeremy Jackson, he was the one who connected us with this imperfectly perfect campaign, and he's the ambassador or one of them. And so we thank Jeremy for that as well. So anyway, speaking of those who have powerful energy and do a lot of giving back to the world, uh, Lenny Kravitz is one of those, and I, I just saw him actually on um I think it was on Ellen. And he doesn't even, he wasn't even talking about himself. He was talking about helping the Bahamas. And that was the whole part of the, the show was just oh, wow. basically like selfless and, and no ego and just helping the Bahamas and helping them rebuild. And he even helped with a, creating a dental office and creating a toothpaste to raise money for the people. But I, I got to see, you know, you guys all know I go to concerts like crazy. I think this year it's going to be 25 in a year like so I know maybe to some people that's not that many but it's at least two a month so um and so I went to Lenny Kravitz with my husband the other night and we were at the shrine which is gorgeous like 120 year old beautiful historic place at least it's historic for California that's true (laughs) and uh and I just had this intuitive feeling I'm like okay our seats basically are the farthest because we just got them at the last minute oh well whatever and I just had this feeling I'm like I think somehow we're going to get closer. And so my husband and I sit way, way, way in the very back. And all of a sudden, some guy just comes up to us and goes, here, these are for you. And so was he someone that worked there? No, I don't know. And and we even asked him, why are you giving these to us? And he goes, I just I just felt this like vibe to give them to you guys. Like I need to give them to someone. And then he wow. went away. So I don't even know who he was. But we ended up getting the best seats in the house. And they were like box seats. And they were, I was just exactly across from Lenny and a little raised up to where we can see him perfectly Uh and so I was just already excited by that and the concert was great he talks a lot about spreading love and unity and no division and just you know bringing everyone together so I already love that like he's very Mm non-ego and heart-centered and all of a sudden when he's singing let love rule he starts walking out into the crowd and just walks through the crowd walks through the crowd 
And all of a sudden, I look, and he's next to us. Oh, and my gosh. So, of course, I reach out and give him a hug. And <laughs> and he's singing Let he's Love Rule. Sing. He's still singing And so song. I'm basically shoulder, my arm is touching him about for, for about four minutes. Oh, my gosh. While he's singing, let, he stayed there. And, and saying nowhere else did he stay that long. So it was like we were placed there. And oh, so I'm yeah. singing Let Love Rule next to Lenny Kravitz during the concert. So oh, my gosh. Incredible. It was, yeah. It was just like one of those anchored experiences that like right now talking about it, I'm like, oh, I feel it again. It's happening again. So so I wanted to, to finish telling you that I used that experience to uplift a crowd. I ended up MC, I, I do hosting and MCing events, and I MC'd this big women's event for three days in LA. Mm-hmm. And I have to get up and get the crowd going and get them excited. And so in kind of the middle of the three day event, I get up and I tell them about the Lenny Kravitz thing. So the women, it's all women. So they're going, oh my God, let me touch you. Oh my God, you had Lenny next to you, you know, because <laughs> he is pretty hot. And um, and then I explained to them that he actually had everybody raise, hold your neighbor's hand, raise your arms up and say, let love rule. And when I had, as you guys know from a past episode, when I saw Sheila E, she had us do something similar to spread love. Yes. And she had us hug someone we don't know and say, I love you to them. Mm-hmm. And so I had this group of 200 women do both. And they ended up doing extra credit. Instead of going up to one person and saying, I love you, they were going up. They wouldn't stop. I had to go, okay, you guys. Like, they were going up to like eight people each and, and hugging strangers and saying, I love you. It's contagious. Yeah. And it <laughs> uplifted the energy of the whole room. Like, yeah. it was like everyone had goosebumps. And so I just, the whole point of that is that we Kim, need to I love spread you. love more. <laughs> I love you too. Patrick, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> See, we have our guests here. Scott, we're, we love we're you. We're spreading. We love our producer, Scott. <laughs> Um, but I, I think that we need to remember that more. And I love that artists like that are doing that and making it okay and, and making the energy. It, it, it raises the energy of the whole universe. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I just wanted to share that with everyone to inspire everyone to find ways to do that. You know, so everyone listening, go do that right now. <laughs> go to go to the store and hug a stranger. Just be wherever, careful. Just wherever kidding. you are. Stop on the freeway. And, and <laughs> so anyway it was it was pretty magical that's cool yeah wow so we have a new guest here yes we are excited to have patrick carney the artiste patrick what's your tagline go ahead i'm hanging out at the corner of art and soul in the church of rock and roll i love it (laughs) and you'll find out why in a few minutes but that fits for where we record our podcast Mm -hmm. anyway it's it really is the the historic rock and roll studio. So Patrick Carney, the artiste, is an indomitable spirit who has shared his creative talent with the world in ways that are sometimes beyond measure. No one captures the essence of women, the aura of their souls, the contours of their brilliance the way this artist can. While attending the School of Visual Arts in New York City, he had the privilege to study with Chuck Close, Marge Anderson, Robert Israel, Bern Hogarth, and Milton Glaser, each of these teachers having a profound impact on his life. As a youth, he read voraciously while searching for answers, which led to more questions. While pursuing studies at Buffalo State, he worked as a specialist in media at the Communications Center and was named the art director of the Lafayette Community Center, where he taught art to inner city children. For a time, he traveled throughout New York State as an artist in residence of underprivileged high schools, Hmm. as a a representative of the Arts Council, and volunteered as an art teacher in the state prison system, believing it was his obligation to give back and pass on his given talents. 
Wow. Yeah. Starting in 1964 in New York's West Village, Mr. Carney dedicated his time to drawing and painting the world of rock and roll music. It's passion and creativity caught in real time forever. He traveled through the U.S. attending rock concerts and painting whatever star excited him. And thus, his work is a varied series of welcome surprises. Hanging out at what he calls the corner of art and soul, he creates the images of your youth, capturing on campus the music you grew up with. And so he has painted all kinds. I mean, he's painted Prince and Michael Jackson and... John Lennon and Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, Stevie Nicks, you name it. I mean, just it's endless. You guys have to follow him on social media and you'll see. It's just um, unbelievable. And so we're excited to have him and his wisdom and his stories. And we felt it was a great fit for our show. So welcome, Patrick. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, (laughs) totally. So we typically ask a, a question to each of our guests. So the first question, and this is a a deep question. So we're going to start that way. Um, We want to know what, how do you cope when you have negative feelings, depression or sadness? Well, I um, was taught very young by my mother who um, was uh, widowed at, at, uh, right after having her sixth child. Mm -hmm. And um, I learned from her that life is a team sport. Hmm. So I reach out and hang out with these enlightened, heart-centered individuals, hmm. and it, it, it eliminates negativity. Mm, ah. Definitely. So your, your people, your, your community you hang out with uplifts you. Absolutely. Um, one of the greatest things that we can do is eliminate negativity or people that are negative in our lives. Mm-hmm. And you have a, don't you have a mastermind group that you I run? do. I yeah. have a mastermind group that meets every Tuesday morning. And, and funny that you would talk about hugs and those kind of things. We start with a love circle. Ah. And mm. everyone must hug each other. And we end with the love circle and have a, um, a goal of impacting six lives by 6 p.m. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's big. Every day? Every day. Seven wow. days a week. So little things and big things, right? It could oh, count. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, it could count in the grocery store. It count, you know, yeah. wherever oh, what's we an ex- What's like a couple examples of what you would do then on, on a day to do uh, that? Something like uh, just saying, wow, I hear only angels can wear red shoes. And, you know, be a woman online to go to the grocery store. And it starts an amazing conversation. That sounds and like a pickup you- line. Well, you know, at uh, 70 years old, I am not around uh, picking people up. I'll, I'll I've been married, uh, you know, uh, 42 years and been together 47, so we're doing pretty well. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. That's nice. Well, that's it's so inspiring. I think everybody should, that goes along with the love stuff, so that, that works out really well for everyone to go do that every day, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, it, what about, I know that in your mastermind, you talk about, you know, overcoming naysayers, haters, things like that. Like, what do you suggest for people? I think... People in general have trouble blocking out the drama creators, the negative people, and so they're surrounded by it, and it lowers their belief in themselves. Yes. Uh, One of the greatest things that we do is make sure that we are communicating almost daily so that we are um, encouraging each other, especially when we're on that journey where, you know, you, you decide that your dream, which is just to most people not you can't reach it you know you can't get there and we know that the possibilities and opportunities are there Mm. so through encouragement with each other and talking to each other um, I start the day by texting most of the people 
each and every day around 5.30 in the morning so that they start the day with an encouraged message. Wow, sweet. That's amazing. Well, and I think, you know, I, I've done research and it's sad because I've seen that women, most women, not everyone, I mean, not me, but I've worked hard on this, but a lot of women only have one to two close people to them that they feel they can trust or that support them. And so what do you think is a way that people can get grow their community or their friend circle? Well, personally, I would recommend actually starting a mastermind of their own. Mm-hmm. You know, and the power of three. So ours is 12 members, uh, four times three, and it, and it turns out to be perfect. And then twice a month, we bring in transformational leaders, speakers, educators who give us a path that so that we can talk with the same language. And it's, it's uh, apparent that when you talk on that track or on with that language, um, we can communicate at a higher level. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we ask our members to either be part of Landmark or Psy or um, Take Money and You, these transformational uh, programs that change their lives. Mm-hmm. What is Landmark? I've heard this before from somebody else. It's, it's a, a transformational um, leadership program that takes people from who they are to who they can be. Wow. Yeah, it like, it okay. removes limiting beliefs and mm-hmm. blocks, and it's a lot of you know. Eden does inner child work with people, and Correct. you know helps them get rid of blocks and things like that. And I do similar work too. So it's very powerful if someone dares so to do do that. You know, <laughs> yeah, it takes courage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so can we talk more about, or now start talking about too the f- Your art. things that are. <laughs> exciting too yeah we're excited to hear if you have any stories about some of the artists that you work with when you drew them he drew us today he's he has pictures of us you'll see them on the the photos (laughs) we post one of the uh great things is that i have the opportunity to capture a moment like what kim was just talking about with uh lenny and um I get to to create a piece that they can put that memory on the wall permanently. Mm-hmm. And I get so many great um, uh, you know, testimonials and feedback from individuals where they are so excited that maybe a John Lennon or a Prince or whoever is on their wall mm-hmm. exactly the way they felt it. Uh, you know. So okay. my job as an artist is actually to feel that essence to feel that aura, and then from my soul, have it go down my arm, through my fingers, and into the pen or, or wow. paintbrush. And so the emotion, um, I'm not really thinking mm-hmm. once I get to that point. It's just flowing. That feels like uh, how I, I channel with writing. Mm-hmm. Channel, so you're channeling something. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and so like when I, it, it, you know, when I was younger, I used to sneak out and go to the clubs, you know, at 14, 15, and 16 years old, and it changed my life. The way it changed my life was I started to really get into the lyrics, you know, and the lyrics, say, uh, listening to Bob Dylan or Simon and Garfunkel and those individuals created, you know, a timeline for us where I, I go back to that moment maybe that I drew a painting or I met someone or somebody I fell in love with with the lyric mm, rather yeah. than the, the songs themselves. Wow. Fascinating. 
Music can do that for you for sure. That's why I'm addicted to going to concerts. <laughs> well, I just went to my 3,000th. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> you awesome actually, that you did you you've count? counted? Did you? Yeah, count? I have the ticket stubs or what oh, have you. Yeah, that's, that's so how you know. awesome. Yeah, the backstage passes and everything. So I've kept them. Um, not too. My wife's not too happy about it, but I do have them. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. That you could be should, like yeah. giant piece of art. A collage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, you know, there is a um, an app that if I were to scan them all in, will actually make a picture from them of our choice. That would be cool. You know, oh, like pick neat. a John Lennon or something, they'll actually yeah. do it. Yeah. Wow. That's neat. Okay, so you we have Michael Jackson picture that you, is it a painting? It is a painting. Okay, that's uh, in the studio. Acrylic, it's, on, uh, it's acrylic on canvas. Wow. It's like that's real. his energy yeah. is here. Yeah. Well, it is anyway. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys have to see this. We will post a picture. Yeah, videos. Yeah. So this this in particular, do you have any stories about? Well, this one I actually you? did um, the day he passed. I was oh, so wow. moved by, you know, all of the outpouring love for him. And, you know, he was such an inspiration. He, he talked about passing love. I mean, he really was... Uh, an inspirational individual who wanted more for the world than is, you know, Mm -hmm. his desire was to change the world. And so um, I painted it that day and uh, put it on my wall. I I didn't give it away or sell it. Mm, It's yours, huh? It's mine. Ah, well, then that's that's an honor you brought it here with us. I feel it. And it's like, whoa, it has energy. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, it was the day he passed. He could have channeled him when he was drawing. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I well, you know, um when I paint, when I sit down to paint, I do play the music of the individual I'm painting in the background. Uh-huh. So I'm feeling that, that and <clears throat> typically I will pay my play my favorite songs so that I'm reliving it over and over again. Do you remember what you played when you were drawing that? I was playing Thriller. <laughs> oh my god, I heard it on the way here. Oh, I told you that. Yeah, you, you, I was yeah. hearing more than usual amount of Michael Jackson songs on the way here. Well, of course, he might have known that he was going to be the subject of this episode. Uh, yeah, he's he was. I think he was of Jeremy's episode too. <laughs> True, and Justin and Eden's. She oh my talked. God, he was like he's been the subject of many of our shows because yeah. uh, Justin Guarini, who was on American Idol, he toured when he was a kid with the Jacksons, so he talked about him as well. So that's I interesting. Love that. Yeah, I know you have some stories like where you painted for famous people and icons and uh, Beatles or John Lennon or something like that. Well, one of the uh, my one of my favorite ones I was uh, in Pittsburgh in February. Um, I, I don't remember the year; it's a long, long time ago, and um, it was one of those Indian summer days, mm-hmm. and it was a radiant heat in the floor. So the hotel had told us, "Keep the front door open, keep the windows open, don't turn the heat down because it takes twelve hours to heat it back up." Mm. And um, I was painting Diana Ross, and you know, you get that feeling when the hair on the back of your neck is standing up, mm-hmm. and you know there's someone in the room who shouldn't be in the room with you. Mm-hmm. I turn around, and this man is standing there. It's the biggest. He he, he just overtook the whole I'm sorry overtook the whole room and um he said have the boys seen this and I said who are the boys and he says wait a minute and he and he leaves and I'm thinking should I shut the door Mm. and two minutes later the temptations are in the room oh and can't believe a white guy could paint Diana Ross like that is what they said to me <laughs> that was racist. No, I'm just <laughs> and um, so they asked me if I could uh, paint them, 
And I said yes. And I was staying in the hotel, the same hotel that they were playing oh, in. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so I painted it, and they fought over it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So I had to do four more. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I got to fly out to California from uh, from New York and, and deliver those four new paintings and hang out with them. Oh, my so gosh. So that was really uh, a lot of fun. And uh, it was at the um, Montgomery House in Pittsburgh, and it was set up like a, a casino stage mm-hmm. that we we know today and um they gave me the front table of 12 and they dedicated the concert that night to me oh my gosh and their their favorite artist oh that is so magical it's an honor yeah. yeah yeah how did you feel i felt great it was it was you know those kind of things seem to happen like um my high school painting from for the senior uh, art show was of Bob Dylan, and Bob Dylan's people came and bought it for Bob. Oh wow! So that was kind of the start. You've, I didn't had that plan to, to spend my life painting rock and roll stars. Uh-huh. However, that was kind of the catalyst to say, "Hmm, this will work." Oh right, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, it was your calling in many ways. Yeah. Wow. So how did they know? How did Bob's people know? that you um, painted that one of the f- uh, fathers of one of the kids was um somehow um involved with dylan and, and uh, okay. dylan was on his hiatus after a motorcycle accident so it was 67 mm. yeah and then what about the beatles i know you, you worked with them right well I, I didn't work with the beetle beatles i worked with them individually um in 74 i met john uh here in la uh you know, on his long weekend when mm. he was away with May Pang. And John ordered three paintings. Wow. And mm. um, by the time I had finished and uh, completed the paintings, uh, John was back with Yoko after the Elton John uh, concert in, in New York City. So when I went to the um, home to, to deliver it to Dakota, uh, Yoko wouldn't let me in. Oh. And um, so there was a, you know, a, a, a a guy that was, you know, at the door, and I said, "Well, okay. Well, John has given me three thousand dollar deposit." Um, and back then, what, man, what that's a lot we, now. What, even. What, what, what should we do? Yeah. And so, eventually, I was let in, and um, they were the same size. They were packaged exactly the same, so I had no idea which painting was which. Mm-hmm. And John's looking at me, I'm looking at him, and we are manifesting. We mm-hmm. are manifesting <laughs> that I am going to open the right painting <laughs> oh, first. And gosh. it was a painting of John and Yoko. Oh. And she said to him, oh, you really do love me. And it was oh really gosh. it was really quite something. Wow. That's, oh. like, that's iconic. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. When you said John Lennon, I got all these goosebumps. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> just felt this energy wow just to be in their presence we we were somewhere recently in hollywood and we saw ringo star yeah yeah well and then i we saw him um at a restaurant and then a little bit later i went to see paul mccartney and he came out i went to that last show where ringo came on stage so and patrick's like well i've hung out with them so that's no big deal no <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no no every time it's it's a big deal I because, know. you know but um Ringo's the only one who hasn't bought from me, so so he uh-huh. he, he owes me. <laughs> well, you better catch there. him soon. Ringo, um, <laughs> contact Patrick. <laughs> oh man! So you have um, something? Was it Michael only or Prince? Something about Prince? You, you, did, did you, you meet have, him at a concert? Did I hear something? Yeah. Well, um, one of the great things is is um, the people that I I got to hang out with. Um, you know, had contacts, and and I would get backstage passes, you know, quite often, 
And so I did get to go um, backstage um, with Prince and um, actually give him a piece. Oh, oh okay. You know, not one that he had bought. Um, uh-huh. And it was uh, because I, I was inspired by um, an interview I'd seen. Mm-hmm. And the interview caused me to de- have the desire to, to, to paint him, and so I did. Wow. You know, and no, no, knowing that I was going to go to the concert. Do you remember what it was in the interview that inspired you? Again, general. He was talking about um, how he would um, t- would write, and me- meaning that that um, he almost said the same thing that Bob Dylan says that the the songs are actually just floating in the sky, mm-hmm. and all you have to do is really reach up and bring them in. Wow, you know, and uh, Bob Dylan says that's why he changed his name from Zimmerman to Dylan, so be. It goes by alphabetical order, so he was fourth at picking down songs. <laughs> That's so funny. Man, Patrick, you have such an interesting life. You should write a book. Are you writing a book? I am working on a book, although I've been working on it for a little too long. <laughs> How long? Who says? Who says? Uh, two years. Oh, that's not long. We can give you a deadline. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's whenever you feel it's Inspired, right. yeah. too. It doesn't always happen in overnight correct well it's funny with my first book i remember i put these deadlines on myself and i started feeling like rebellious like i was in school and i didn't want to do it anymore and i decided why do i why am i doing that why why do i have to have these deadlines like i didn't have any that i had to do and as soon as i took them off i finished it faster than (laughs) faster Mm -hmm. than when i was pushing myself my my problem is when I sit alone, I don't remember the stories. Mm-hmm. It, it the stories need to be triggered by ah. something, and so I'm being interviewed, and the, uh, the interviewee is bringing the stories out, and so that's helping. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's, that's good, good to know. Yeah, you can listen to the show and start writing Get everything, taking notes. <laughs> Use our podcast as notes. So so you also where else do you showcase your art, and what are your goals with it now? Well, um, I do eight shows typically a month with oh, a uh, Acoustic Music San Diego, where I actually uh, exhibit my art with the likes of Al Cooper or uh, Joan Baez or uh, Judy Collins, those kind of um, uh, acoustic music people. Mm-hmm. And um, I volunteer doing uh, the soundboard and um, other things as part of it. Mm. Mm. So you're involved in the music scene and the art scene. Uh, correct. That's Correct. awesome. It's a great combination. Yeah. I know. I can just sit and listen to all your stories all day. <laughs> it's so fascinating. Yeah. And you're just sitting here like so mellow. Well, just, you know. And we're like, whoa, tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, one of the great things that I'm doing right now um, is I'm doing a 48-piece new collection called The Women of Excellence. These are the 48 women who have impacted me the most since I arrived here in 2001. A lot of them have been through the mastermind. Some are great authors, some are great speakers, uh, the Sharon Lecters of the world. Um, And what I'm doing is creating an atmosphere of impacting other women and encouraging other women by doing these paintings. So what we're going to do is have a three-day festival of some kind or uh, seminar and where the 48 women will actually speak or be interviewed by an MC. uh, And um, then the last night we'll, we'll have the artist reception. Wow, I like that. And that there's yeah. so such a I love that you're doing that because there's such a need for women like it it is 
so shocking to me how many women that appear to have it all together and appear to be so confident and inside they don't think much of themselves and so this is like a way to uplifting yeah Mm -hmm. and to to help women be examples to other women yeah you know it's so hard um i believe in this world i mean this uh, you know, uh, if you get me talking about the world and American education system and those kind of things, you know, uh, I, I just want to cry because um, the education system is set up to create worker bees. Ninety nine percent of us to be worker bees mm-hmm. and only one percent to have the money. Mm-hmm. And so uh, and, and, and it's also harder on on women coming out of that atmosphere. And of course, males, um, you know, for the most part. Um, don't give women as much credit as they should, and I believe women should be running the world. Hmm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because there was a, I just saw an article yesterday. It was Newsweek, I think, and it said that that the new thing that they did research on is they project or per whatever. Per, predict um that women 50 plus will be the new leaders of the world starting in 2020 well Well, that's not far away right i I would love that absolutely (laughs) and if you 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 visit my mastermind there's only three men oh i like Mm. that he attracts all the women it's because you understand and you're not ego (laughs) you know it's funny uh since i was little uh all my friends are women i have no no real male friends wow interesting Huh. That's why we wanted you on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one last question. If you had to wish something for the world, what would that be? That we create an atmosphere of love that transcends everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. From from cooking to living. I don't and love cooking. Say that. I will never love cooking, though. Well, I'm not, uh, <laughs> but you put love into it. Yes. You okay. Know, <laughs> you know, one of my great friends, her name is Priscilla, uh, and Priscilla actually puts intentions on the canvas before she actually makes the paintings. Mm. So when you go into a reception, or artist reception of hers, I mean, the intentions are, you can feel the vibration of the intentions. Mm. And I believe if we could do that around the world, Mm -hmm. it would change everything. Yeah. Sure would. I love that. Well, that goes back to hugging and saying, I love you to your stranger, to the stranger, your partner, your neighbor. Well, you know, that was the hardest thing to learn coming out of grade school that we could tell anyone that we loved them, Mm -hmm. you know, because that was not taught to a male, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, I, I have to give my mother credit because uh, she showed us that we could. Wow. Yeah, and I think rare. it does take your the, the types of parenting that you are or the environment you were raised in. Some kids don't feel comfortable saying I love you. Mm-hmm. Even today. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had men come through the mastermind and they cannot mm-hmm. hug mm-hmm. anyone, Beca- let alone another male. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some fear there. You think? Caring what people think too much. (laughs) Deep issues. Anyways. Um, Well, that is refreshing to hear. And um, I just think you're so... You're so well-rounded with so many gifts and talents and, you know, just interesting insights on everything. And so we really appreciate you being on our show. It fits so well with what we're all about. And so thank you. And how do people find you? Well, I am on social media. Um, They could find me on Facebook or Twitter. I've actually closed my um, website. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm... uh, 
becoming a little more reclusive, mm-hmm. um, which I believe is is good at this particular moment. So if they if they want to email me, they can email me at p c a r thirteen at gmail.com. Nice. And he's very, you're active on social media because I, <laughs> I get up, I see his posts every day and he does mm-hmm. different, he'll do different artists um, uh, with what he painted and he'll give facts or stories about those artists every day. Oh. So he's fun to, to be following on social media. Yeah, I'll have to follow. Yeah. It's a history of rock and roll for that particular day. Yeah. Which I is always really, love it. Really good. Yeah. So anyway, well, thank you so much and Thanks. thank you everyone for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening. <laughs>